Good morning, everybody. I'm Troy and I'm an addict. Good morning. I was going to do a guided meditation this morning because um, it felt like we needed to calm down, but I think we went through enough verbal this morning that I think we I think we about caught it. I think we about caught that nasty mosquito that was flying around in this room. Um, so it brought me to what I heard more of than the need for meditation is the need for the five monkeys. So who's heard the five monkeys before? For y'all, I'm sorry. <laughs> for y'all, I'm sorry. For those who haven't, you guys are going to love this. All right. So many years ago, in the early 50s, a scientist did a, an experiment that was controversial at the time. But what he did was he, this was back in the days when uh, animal testing was not so terribly frowned upon. Um, but what he did is he took five monkeys, five chimpanzees, and he put them in a large round cage. Who's been to the butterfly, the butterfly walk in Hershey? You know, those round netted cages they have with the cone tops. So he took one of those, one of those cages, put all five monkeys inside that cage put a ladder in the center of the room, in the center of the cage, and hung from the center above the ladder a bunch of bananas. Just, just out of reach. He had to climb the ladder to reach the bananas. And then he left, put the monkeys in there, let them mill about. Well, obviously, one of the monkeys saw that bundle of bananas within moments. And he went over to the ladder, and he started climbing the ladder to go up. He made up about three steps. Scientists had a hose hooked up to ice water. And he sprayed that monkey with ice water as soon as he hit the ladder. And that monkey came up off the ladder like, what the hell just happened? And he walked over to the side of the cage and he stood there. Another monkey who saw what was going on, as soon as the other monkey left and got to the side of the cage, he walked over to the ladder and he started climbing the ladder. He got about halfway up that ladder. That first monkey that got sprayed with the hose ice water ran over to the ladder, ran up the ladder, grabbed him by his legs, pulled him down to the ground and drug him away. The other three monkeys that saw this happening, they're like, what the, what the shit is going on here? So a third monkey walked over the ladder, got about halfway up. Monkey number one and monkey number two turned around, ran over, grabbed him by his legs, pulled him off the ladder, and beat the shit out of him. The other monkeys, the two monkeys who hadn't tried the ladder yet, are like, damn, I ain't going towards the ladder. So then he took the first monkey, the one that had been sprayed with the hose. Now I remind you, there's only one monkey that's been sprayed with the hose. So far, he took that one monkey that was sprayed with the hose and he removed him from the cage and he put in a brand new chimpanzee who had been isolated and had seen nothing. That brand new chimpanzee walked over the ladder, made it up two steps. All four of the remaining monkeys ran up, grabbed him, pulled him off the ladder and beat the shit out of him. Drug him away. Then he changed another monkey and he changed another monkey and he changed another monkey. So three full generations. They changed all five of those monkeys out. The first five have been going for two full rotations of monkeys now. So 15 monkeys have been through this experiment. Only one got shot with a hose of water. But third generation group of monkeys, every time a monkey would walk towards that ladder, the four remaining would grab him, pull him down, beat his ass, and drag him away. On the fifth full round, this time they replaced four at once and left only one original monkey in that room. 
And that one original monkey was three generations away from the one monkey that got sprayed with the hose. And that one monkey stopped all four of the new monkeys from going to that ladder over and over and over again. Now, why is this important in this room? Because I want the old monkeys, the ones who are leaving tomorrow, the ones who are leaving in a week and a half, the ones who have six days left, who've been here, who've been through rules group, who've been through brackets where we got to sit and watch NBA playoffs, been through open invitation to listen to whatever music you wanted to because you guys were doing it right, getting candy bars because you kept the table clean. The monkeys that know that, y'all are the ones that know about the banana. And it's important that you teach the new monkeys, don't run up the ladder, don't try to grab a banana because you're going to get sprayed with a hose. Now, they talk about this particular experiment in a lot of corporate offices sometimes. I've adapted it to be recovery-based, but in the corporate setting, the reason they talk about that is Let's say there's five of us and we're all working on a team for software development for Google. And one of us has a great idea. One of us has an idea that's going to change the way the Internet works forever. And that one person goes to his boss, the banana, and says, I've got this idea. And that boss looks at him and says, I don't have time for your idea and sends him back to the bullpen. Doesn't even hear it. So it's just like that monkey getting his ass beat in front of the other four. They saw that one monkey walk to administration and talk about the one thing they thought could help them, and they got blown off. They got dismissed. So they walk back into the bullpen where there's four other monkeys who very possibly have amazing ideas. But none of them are willing to walk up to the administrator's office and talk about it because they don't want to go through the embarrassment of getting dismissed. They don't want to go through the embarrassment or humiliation of being treated like what they have to say isn't important. So it's just like those four monkeys beating that one monkey's ass to keep him from going up the ladder. Those four monkeys sitting in that bullpen sit there quietly. And when a new hire comes in, they say, don't bother taking your idea to the boss. He ain't going to listen. But if we can stop the dissension and remember that we're not going to get our asses beat for ideas that we have, we're only going to get our asses beat for actions that we make that are poorly uh, supportive to the community. So in here, y'all know who, your, who the five monkeys are. And it ain't five. It's more like 14. But... Y'all that have been here a minute, you know what's going on. You know what happens in the community. You know what kind of dissension happens. You know what happens when somebody sneaks drugs in that back, that back door. You know what happens. You know what happens when someone is disrespectful to the nurse in the bubble. You know what happens. You know what happens when someone doesn't like the fact that they can't smoke right away and they break the door. You know what happens. So make sure you're walking with the new monkeys and explaining to them, don't run up that ladder. Don't grab for that banana because you're going to be sprayed with a fucking hose. So if you've been here a minute and you know what's going on and you know the rules and you see somebody breaking the rules, 
whether it's emotionally, physically, because y'all do understand that we can emotionally fuck this room up in just a couple of seconds, can't we? Can't we? Because we let ourselves get worked up over things that are just a banana hanging above a ladder. We let ourselves get worked up because we saw somebody treated in a way that isn't acceptable instead of making it our business to fix it, making it our business to involve ourselves in the situation in a positive light and help them understand how to get through what they're getting through with a positive outcome, how to not get discharged, how to not get thrown out. I heard you say it today. And who came here wanting help? If you came here wanting help, raise your hand. Then let us help you. That's what we're here for. That's what we want to do. If you're furious because there's not enough creamers, I'm real worried about the first time you are sitting on the corner by yourself and somebody walks up to you and asks you if you want some of not your drug of choice. I'm, I'm free base head. That, that's what takes me out. But do you think I would say no to the heroin when I was hungry? Not even a little bit. I'm a freebase head who does heroin now. That's how that works. But if someone sits next to me and says, hey, man, I can help you through this, but I need you to open up and be honest. You got to be ready, willing and able to accept it. You got to be ready, willing and able to give them the suggestions that were given to you. And if you're an old monkey sitting in this room, you got a pile of tools. You got a pile, whether you wanted them or not, you've been given them. You might have your toolbox closed today. I'm asking you to unlock it. You might be carrying a little tiny toolbox, one of them kind with flowery hammers on them. You know, the one kind they make for apartment owning women. I don't want you to have that little tiny flower ass toolbox. I want you to have a great big black one that says fucking craftsman on the front and has a radio built into it. I want you to have a huge toolbox and I want you to never, ever, ever close it. And I want you to be sure that you take the time to invite the new monkeys to look in your toolbox. And you take some time to invite the new monkeys to use your tools. You take the time to invite the new monkeys to understand that it's not everything about this place sucks right now. It's everything about right now sucks in this place. You understand what I just did? All we got to get through is right now. All we got to get through is this second. And we need to move forward into the next second, knowing that we have somehow helped the next generation of monkeys be successful. Let's make sure none of the monkeys that we're leaving behind when we leave, because a bunch of you guys are leaving. Let's make sure that the monkeys we leave behind understand that we're not keeping you from getting the banana. We're keeping you from getting sprayed with the hose. Y'all understand me? So... I thought it was important today to find a, a sense of calm and a sense of peace in here. So I, I wanted to do guided meditation, but I thought it was more important to talk about this. I want you guys to turn this room over like you're the legend in your high school. I want you to be that legend that teachers can't wait to see when you come back to visit. Because I want you guys to come back and visit when you got six months. I want you to be sitting during the alumni meetings and sharing and talking about Man, I remember when this community fell apart one morning. I want to hear that story, but I don't want to hear that story. I don't want to hear your story six months later when I'm reading an obituary. And guess what? There's a bunch of candles on that wall. That's exactly how I found out. It's exactly how I found out. 
I had to open the newspaper, read an obituary, and find out that somebody that I cared about had passed away. I am one of the old monkeys, and I ain't going anywhere. I ain't going nowhere. I'll never be on that wall. If there's a candle up there for me, it's going to be because I had a heart attack because I cared too much. If there's a candle on that wall because of me, it's going to be because I starved to death because I gave away every morsel of food I had. Because my recovery is strong and there's a lot of parts to it. And I'm more than willing to give it all to you guys. Because watching you get better helps me in my recovery. Watching you get better, watching you fight through the demons, watching you struggle through that one experimental day that made them, that you maybe would like to take back. Watching you get through that and come back here feeds my ego and it makes me strong and it makes me know that I'm doing the right thing. When I see somebody that comes back into this facility after being gone and they recognize me and they smile, I'm not happy they're back, but I sure am happy they're back because what's the alternative? That wall, that's the alternative. And anybody who's sitting in here worried about how much jelly, peanut butter, coffee, creamer, sugar, lettuce, seconds, fucking sloppy Joe, if that's what your focus is, why don't you carry your ass down a wiener world? Get whatever the fuck you want. Okay? But if what's important to you is I'm going to gain recovery, and while I'm here, I might get something to eat. And while I'm here, I might get a decent cup of coffee. You might not. But you will get recovery. I promise you, if nobody else is willing to give it to you, I am. Everybody who sits at that table is. Every counselor in here that's got a school debt that they pay on, they, do not, they didn't do that because they felt like having another bill. They did it because they wanted to help somebody. So it's just as important for y'all to help each other as it is for us to help you. And the easiest way to help each other is to call each other out on the bad shit that you do. But it doesn't always have to be publicly. Sometimes it can be privately. And I'm sure every one of us has sat in a courtroom and heard a lawyer say sidebar, haven't we? And if you haven't, keep focusing on something else, you will. So there's some important vocabulary words that we use in recovery. We use things like trust, honor, Valor, consideration, willingness, prayer, meditation. These are all words that we use in recovery. Normal people use words like this, 401k, retirement fund, paid time off. And criminals use words like this, sentences to run concurrent. The defendant. Victim. So take those words out of your vocabulary. They're not necessary anymore. They're not. You don't have to. You know, I was talking about sharing my, my ladder of sharing, and it hit me. The, the one I left out in there was the time I admitted that I had robbed somebody. I had to break through my own valorous wall and admit that I had done something terrible to somebody that I can never take back because I'll never know. I'll never know that man's name ever. So I can only live right now and hope that I'm providing him some sort of amends and hope that he's been relieved of the trauma that I gave to him. Today, 
I want you guys to practice three things. And those of you who have been here know exactly what I'm going to say. For everything that happens to you and everything that didn't happen to you, for everything you got and everything that was taken from you, for everything you wanted and everything you didn't get, I want you to be grateful because that is what's going to lead you to a sense of calm. For everything you say and do to another human being, for everything you say and do to another, another living creature, when you see that baby pit bull out there that's got a collar on and he don't, his owner's nowhere around, first thing you want to do is go pick it up. You want to pick it up and, and comfort it because we love puppies. Anybody new to recovery is a puppy, y'all. They just need held. They just need a moment of care and concern. So I want you to be kind in everything you do. And when you come into a room that just feels wrong, like this one did this morning when I got here, I want you to be the first one to show love in a room that there isn't any. And then I am crushing this shit. It was kind of weird. I liked it. All right. So for everything that happens to me today and everything that doesn't happen to me today, I will be grateful for every interaction I have with another human being or another life form on this plane of existence. I will be kind. And when I walk into that room that smells like a trap house, I will be loved where there is none. Who's happy they're clean today? Who's happy that we're going to have an amazing Sunday today? Who's happy that we left that negative shit behind as about 8.30? Me too. Me too. Who's going to make it through right now? How about right now? How about right now? That's three successes we've already completed today. We've already completed three successes. What are y'all doing here at White Deer Run? What are y'all doing to your recovery today at White Deer Run? And this one's for the new guys. Let's teach them how we do it. What are y'all doing? I'm Troy. I'm an addict. Thanks for letting me share. And it is now 10 o'clock and Chloe's not here to start church. So I'm going to preach. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Y'all don't want that. Y'all don't want that. Y'all can go smoke about it while I set the TV up. And I don't have a lighter. So one of you counselors, can you help me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, sir. I do not. They they wiped them out. 